Well, hello and welcome to a new podcast episode. Today, you're going to have myself, Randa, and a dear friend of mine, Bridget Marriott. I'm so excited to bring her on the podcast. She is the owner and founder of Marriott Real Estate here in Bryan College Station. She's a mama of two sweet babies, Penelope and Baker. She married a local. She's got a wonderful love story. Her and her husband are an incredible couple that Grant and I look up to in so many ways. And she is someone who truly believes in manifestation, speaking into the universe, the life that you want to live. And she is all about goal planning and execution. So I'm so excited to bring her on for this topic and I'll let her introduce herself. Hi, y'all. It's so, I feel honored to be on this podcast with Randa. She, um, y'all, if anyone knows her personally, she is just so wonderful, such a light. She truly is unicorns and rainbows and just all things wonderful. So I'm excited to be on here and visit with y'all because um, I know being one of her fans and, you know, a follower of hers, um, it's just a cool group, cool crowd, positive women. And I know that when she sent these questions over um, yesterday, she asked if y'all had any questions or things you wanted to talk about and some of the things y'all sent in, it just goes to show what women y'all are, you know, um, reading through some of them, y'all just want the best for yourselves and your families. So I'm honored to be a part of this and hopefully we can talk about some good things and, you know, get your brains working and spinning and, and just positive outlook on things. Cause I know the world's a little crazy right now, but we can find the good in any of this. 100%. So Um, I guess the first thing we're going to talk about is manifestation. How about that? Because some people are like, what is manifestation? How do you begin manifesting? What does manifestation look like? Maybe once you've been doing it for a couple of years or you've seen things like come to true light, just kind of the basics of manifesting. Right. So manifestation can sound as lunatic as you want it to. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you can be like, I'm going to will the universe for a private jet. That sounds crazy. So, but do I believe you can will good things in your life? Yes. But a big part of that is your mindset. If you want good things and you want more, usually you try for more, you climb for more. There's a big part of manifestation to me is the physical thing of what surrounds you. And something that comes into that is you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. That is a scientific study that is not voodoo. It is what it is. So just take a second and think of the five closest people in your world. So when you're manifesting goals and stuff for your life, it looks a lot like the people around you. For me, Rand is one of my closest friends. I've got Presley, Bailey, Kelly. There's a group of my girls. And if I look at their worlds, their lives, I strive and I work for that. That's manifesting. I'm seeing it. It's not jealousy. Oh, Randa, like, that's so great. You know, we, we throw stuff off each other all the time. We'll go to dinner and we talk about new projects and it's exciting. Rising tides raise all boats. Amen. When she does better, I'm going to do better. If Bailey does better, I'm going to do better. We all, we can raise each other up. That's manifesting in a physical form. You can let that happen. Let that in. But thinking positive. So if you say, well, that's a little voodoo for me. Y'all, what's the opposite? The opposite is Eeyore. (laughs) You know, the opposite is woe is me. And that's going to get you nowhere. Looking off the ledge. Right. And so if, if it sounds a little cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs to be like, I want these things in my life. The latter is sadness. So just do it. I want a great day. I want this car. I want a healthy family. I want this vacation. I, these are my goals. And just aim for that. Think of that. Let it be. Let it resonate. Let it become what you think about. What you think about is who you are. So think about the unicorns and the rainbows. Let that be 
you and who you are. Yeah, because you're right. The worst case scenario, say it takes you a couple years to reach your first goal or have your manif- your first manifestation come to real life. The worst case scenario is you have something you're working for, you're aiming towards, you're climbing towards, you're figuring out how can I make this happen? How can I adjust my daily habits, my lifestyle, my mindset? I mean, really, what's the worst that could happen? You nailed it. Okay, so that is a perfect segue into Atomic Habit by James Clear. It's an incredible book. Y'all get it, listen to it, read it. His is the 1% rule. And so there he tells in this story, this British cycling team, they sucked. They sucked for 110 years. I mean, they're, they're at the point where you just have a margarita and give up suck, okay? <laughs> well, they hired someone in 2008. They brought him in, and he taught them the 1% rule. We are going to get 1% better at a lot of little things. Y'all, that was in 08. In 2012, they went on to win 60% of the gold medals in cycling in the Beijing Olympics. And keep in mind, for 110 years, they had literally done nothing but embarrass their country. In 2012, they set nine Olympic records and seven world records. And they have had five um, British team members win the Tour de France over the last six years. They did that with 1% change to a lot of little habits. Those small improvements accumulate into remarkable results. Massive success requires, it does not require massive action. It's just change the little thing. Today, I'm going to drink 100 ounces of water. Today, I'm going to do 10 more sit-ups. Today, I'm going to call a friend I haven't talked to in three months. Today, I'm going to look in the mirror and say, I'm unique. I am wonderful. I am beautiful. These are little things, but these little 1% changes to your life can manifest into something huge. So that's a great way to put it. It may take years to get there, but that 1% along the way, it's the journey. It's amazing things are happening. And you know what I love about the 1% listening to this is like, for instance, I know y'all know I'm an Enneagram 3 and Achiever personality. Sometimes with that, you can put, and I know even other personalities, we put sometimes too much pressure on ourselves. Absolutely. And we live in this world of instant gratification. So we say we want these things, but we don't want to wait for them. Well, sometimes that can put too much pressure. Like I need to be performing at 100% greater so that I get there. So I love the just 1% greater each day because for me, I hear that and I'm like, that's doable. That's not extra pressure on my shoulders. That's not, I need to be performing at my best. That's like, I just need to show up and give a little more effort. You're exactly right. Jim Rohn, um, he's a motivational speaker. He's wonderful. I really love his stuff. And it's exactly what Rana just said. Success is a few simple disciplines practiced every day. While failure is simply a few errors in judgment repeated every day. It's the little things that make the big difference. So going into the new year, I know we go into it. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I'm going to do this and that. No, that's not 1%. That's 100%. That's too much. And I quit. Like, it's too much. You know, so just have those little goals, those little manifestations. Um, It can change so much, y'all. And even like Bridget just said, I'm going to lose 20 pounds. I really like, especially with health and wellness, but even just in lifestyle in general, setting um, lifestyle or habitual goals rather than destinational goals. Because once you lose 20 pounds, 
okay, now are you happy? Well, now you have to still stay working to keep those 20 pounds off to where if you're like, you know what, I'm going to move my body three to four times a week and I'm going to get eight to 10 hours of sleep a night. That is a lifestyle habitual goal that you're going to benefit from rather than this destination. Absolutely. That's such a great way to put it. And it is a lifestyle change. The things when you want to lose the weight or you want to sleep better, this and that, big picture, it's better for you as a human you better as a human is better for your children and your spouse. Think of it as a big, beautiful lifestyle and not, I'm going to lose 20 pounds and look good in a bikini. That does no one any good. And that just puts a bunch of pressure on my shoulders. Absolutely. I hear that and I'm like, I have to lose weight. I have to look good. Mm-hmm. I don't hear the movement, the, the gaining, absolutely. the positive things. The fun along the way. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Which that's a great segue into talking about burnout. Um, one of your listeners had put on there, they want to talk about burnout And that, when you go into the new year, we've got all these goals, we've got so much we want to do. Going back to the 1% rule and just like the little things, it comes down, if if my mamas of toddlers out there, we've we've seen Frozen 2, we've memorized (laughs) Frozen 2, and something that um, Anna says on there, I just love it, and I say it every day to my kids, just do the next right thing. So wake up in the morning. We, um, I'm, I go to Al-Anon meetings. Al-Anon is for family members of alcoholics and it is truly incredible. Anyone out there that they need something like that, um, find Al-Anon, get online. It's incredible. But something they teach in AA, we talk about that too in Al-Anon. So we know what our family members are going through, but AA, they take one day at a time. So when you've set your goal for the year, I want to lose 20 pounds. No, let's focus on today. I'm going to wake up. I'm going to take my vitamins. I'm going to go to the gym at 10. I'm going to eat a salad at lunch, like literally take hour by hour. And then when you get into bed that night, you've crossed one day off your list. You did it. You're 1% better for one day. You made the right choice. Taking one day at a time is a lot less anxious driven, a lot less pressure and non-attain. It's just not attainable to think long run like that. You know, I'm thinking 10 pounds, 20 pounds, just a day at a time, saving five dollars a day on a coffee that accumulates that one percent take one day at a time we you know i want to save whatever i want to say 30 grand this year a cup of coffee a day don't run out and get 30 jobs to make 30 grand to save just one change at a time can make these big differences so for burnout um another thing y'all it's grit it's grit y'all just have to do it you have to get out the door you just literally have to do it. I will what I want. Just do it. Randa, there's times y'all gone to dinner and we're sitting there and she's like, so on the way here, um, this is what I heard. And I'm I'm like me and Colter's jaws are on the ground. Like how was this girl functioning? Like she's just had life changing news and she's like, so it's going to be okay. And we're just gonna have a great dinner and you're fine. Like you're, you show up you're compartmentalized where you put things and you just keep going. You are the quintessential carry on. Have to be. And sometimes, walking, but, but even yeah. like walking through this last year with y'all, I mean, there's so many, I mean, I text you, <laughs> did you have a good cry today, honey? Like, <laughs> I'm just like, how are you? Okay. And you are, and uh-huh. you don't, it's not fake. It is genuine. Like, okay, this is a new chapter and we're going to do this. And I'm going to, and you keep doing it. You get up and you work out and you work and you're the best mom. I, I don't know how God gave you 48 hours in a day, but you got them because you do it so well, you get it all done, but y'all that comes down to grit. So when you're out there and you're like, how do we fight burnout? There's no book you can read. There's no podcast you can listen to. It is a choice. 
The choices you make will affect your life. There's consequences for your actions. If you want to be a faster runner, you have to show up to the track. If you want to lose fat, you're going to have to get on the treadmill. You're going to have to eat healthy. Like these, it's, it's not about burnout. It's about, you just have to do it. And also I think of like things that not necessarily make you feel burned out, but things that weigh you down. Like I was just telling Bridget, I myself cannot be a social media scroller. And I think it's because I'm a content creator. My business is online. So if I'm going to scroll on social media, I'm going to see all these posts and be like, I want to go there. I need to market like this. I need to create this reel for power fit. I need to show my influencers this. Like I cannot turn my mind off. And when I cannot turn my mind off, I can't rest. I can't get ready for the night. I can't have a good night's sleep. And I just feel anxious. and like, I need to be doing more. Absolutely. And so I think finding those things that make you feel like you don't, you're doing enough, you're doing the best you can and you don't need to be doing more. Finding those habits can really just help set like healthy boundaries for you. Absolutely. The other thing with habits, I remember years ago listening to Jillian Michael, she was talking about willpower and she said, forget it, throw it out the window. Like you either have it or you don't, don't worry about reading a self-help book, make the black and white choice. I get two Lupe tortillas. No, please do not bring the chips to the table (laughs) because if if they're there, I'm going to eat eat them. them. Yep. So don't even worry about the willpower. Just don't do it. Y'all, that comes for everything. In friendships, in marriage, like, make the good choice. You can't, I mean, this is going big picture, but, like, you can't have an affair if you don't put yourself in the situation. Correct. So take the willpower out of it and just black and white do it. Yes. Just keep it simple. Yes. Um, There was, you know, going to a positive thing. I was reading about the Himalayan flags, and I thought this was so beautiful. When you feel strong emotions. This is the, they believe this. Um, the Himalayan flags, if you don't know, are those, um, like red, white, yellow, green flags that you see flowing in the mountains. And the Himalayans believe that when you let these strong emotions go, happy energy, the wind will take those flags and like spread it and spread the goodness and and it will let other people receive it. Think of, think of life that way. Like put out what you want to get back. Be the Himalayan flag. Let that goodness go. And I don't know how I got here from burnout, but I wanted to just have like a positive thing in there because I know mamas in this day and age, it's we're all of it. We're the maid, the chef, the chauffeur, the person that's working out, the one that we're supposed to do stuff for us. Yep. We're supposed to learn how to play the piano and <laughs> knit. I mean, like we're supposed to have hobbies, but then you've got to do 30,000 other things. So it's just catch your breath with the burnout thing. You know, one step at a time, one day at a time, just take it, take it as you go. And I go back to those people, like you were saying, you're not only the average of the people that are around you, you know, like when I think of like Bridget and culture in their marriage, I don't ever hear Bridget speak ill of culture. I know that every marriage has fights and disagreements, but I don't ever hear her bashing him or speaking ill of him. And so when I'm surrounded by another wife and woman like that, well, I don't want to be the one in, in the group that's going to be talking bad about my husband. Absolutely. So I'm going to keep that in a safe place, whether it be with the professional or, or therapist or, you know, amongst ourselves. So I also think it comes down to finding people that make you feel like you're doing enough, mm-hmm. you're loved enough, mm-hmm. you're doing a great job so that you don't put all this on yourself to feel burned out. Cause you and your perception can be like, I'm burned out. I'm exhausted. And your friends or loved ones can be like, are you kidding me? Look at what all you've done. You know, so I really think it's just, you know, the, the life that is spoken into you of the people around you. Absolutely. There was this study done. I wish I'd written it down. Um, they were in a workplace and 
you're this person, they did this study, they had everything hooked up to them when they're sitting there working, they're just happy as can be. It's a great day at work, but someone comes in and starts huffing and puffing and it's a bad day. That person's day gets worse and they're not working as hard and they go on a downward trajectory. The next day, they do the same research. They have someone come in, what a great day. I got so much done to that. That person's, it got better. You literally, it, y'all, it's missionary dating. You don't want to miss, you cannot don't be yoked with an, young, uh, an unbeliever. It's the same with friendships. You can't, when you missionary day, you're the Christian, the, the person's not, but I'm going to bring them to Jesus. Y'all, it's not going to work. They will bring you down before you can bring them up. It's just, it is what it is. It's the same thing with friendships. They will bring you down before you can bring them up. So be wise about that. Misery loves company. So true. And you are who you associate with. So yeah. if you're, if you're around someone bashing husbands or the other thing, if y'all have a friend in your world that talks ill about every other friend in their world, they're talking ill about you. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) You know, it's, you can't, that will rub off on you. I, I can be a gossiper. That is, that is work. I have to work on that. I have to pray that God holds my tongue and only lets me speak light because that it is natural for me to start gossiping. So I do need to catch myself on that. So that's where Randy, you and I are great. We, we find the positive. We find mm-hmm. the good. We're, you know, we're, hey, let's talk about this. This is how I think you should handle that. And then we move on. 100%. It's not sit there and dig and dig. But that, y'all, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Look around you. Be wise with those choices. And um, like how Bridget was saying, you know, because I know, and I've been there before, you want to be the person to help people or lift them up or fix them. But really, even if your intentions and actions are pure as can be, you cannot fix another person, like not even your spouse. You cannot fix your spouse. Absolutely. It's all internal and within their own selves. So I feel like the best way is to say, I love you for right here, but here's my boundary. Mm-hmm. If you want to pick yourself up and do the work to get where I'm wanting to be, then we can, you know, continue this friendship. doesn't mean you have to like have this huge falling out or I'm never going to speak to you. I never want to be around you. No, but you can say maybe I'm setting this boundary for this person to not be in my inner circle until he or she, you know, does some self-reflection and growth for him or herself. Because as much as like Bridget's saying, it's going to pull you down. It doesn't even matter how much you're trying to help them. You do not have the power Mm -hmm. to fix somebody else, only yourself. It's absolutely the truth. It's so true. And we are, we're sponges of other people's emotions. Um, And that goes to Instagram too. This is a, a, I'm sorry, I keep using the word segue, but it is what it is, y'all. I like that word. A sweet mama asked about work-life balance um, with working moms. Well, First things first, there's not one. Like, it's, it's just, <laughs> and all moms are working moms. <laughs> yes. It's, it's, y'all, it's, it, that is the truth. Stay-at-home moms, I don't know how you do it. Y'all are 100%. absolutely incredible. My hats go off to you. You work a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week job. Kudos. The ones that drive to work and go and drop off their babies and leave them. Okay. So, with that, how I do it. So, my husband and I... We both work from home. He's out of the house a lot more checking job sites. He's a home builder. So he does a lot of um, that kind of stuff, checking jobs. Uh, When he does bids, his paperwork, he tries to do at home. But when he meets with people, they're either on site or at the office because that's where all of his plans and stuff are. For But but 100%, he picks his own schedule. 
So him and I, um, with me having the real estate company, we tag team. One of us is always with our kids. Our kids do go to a little school program here in town. It's four hours a day for just three days a week. So we do have that. But if they're not there, they're with one of us. So when it comes to being focused as a mom, the number one thing, y'all, get off your phone. It is incredible how I'll finally get home from a meeting and I'm like, I just want to see my babies, but then I'll sit and I'll get on my phone. That power's in my hands to put that phone down and be intentional and sit. I want that to just be y'all's one goal today. When you get home with your kids, put your phone away. Say a prayer, Lord, help me to be present in this moment. Help me soak up every second with these children and just focus on them. Let my eyes, ears, and mouth just be about you and them right now and put your phone away. That, even if it's for 10 minutes, you will feel so refreshed as a mom. I call it the 10-minute miracle. Focus solely on them. So I know working moms, we feel like we can't do it all. We're not all committed. I promise you 99% of our problems, it's because our phones are there. Mm -hmm. Get off it and you will already feel less guilty and way more present. The other thing for um, something I have found, my kids are four and three. Y'all, they love to do. So we got to cook dinner. We got to do laundry. We got to, we have to do stuff. The house has to function. We just got done with our meetings and we want to be with our kids. I have learned to have them help me with stuff and they love it. It is mayhem and makes things (laughs) so much harder. So much slower. (laughs) So much slower, but we're spending time together. I'm not on my phone and the things are getting done. Baker loves to help with the laundry. We've got the dirty clothes going in the dryer. We got the clean clothes going back in the washer. Everything's mayhem and upside down, but he just is the best little helper. He thinks it's so special. And y'all, you know what? The world keeps turning. I just washed the whole load of clean clothes twice. The world kept spinning. And look what you're teaching him. Oh, he loves it. You know, like look what he's learning. Yes. And I find trinkets in there. I'll find toothbrushes and rocks and it's whatever. But he's having fun and I'm with him. Penelope loves to be in the kitchen. So that's our time. The cracking eggs. You got shells in your eggs. There's <laughs> stuff ever. It's the biggest mess you'll ever see. But that'll be an hour of us cooking dinner. And we've spent time together and she's loved it. And again, it's a skill, just like you said. I think I'm like, Baker's going to be a great husband. He's going to know how to do the laundry. And Penelope's going to be a great wife who knows how to cook for her family. Yep. You know, you will be surprised at how much your kids are actual doers when you're with them. So don't call it chores. Like, that sounds, yeah. Chores is sad. Yeah. Let's, can you help me do the laundry? Let's go cook dinner. Let's make a healthy meal for ourselves. They love it. So that, for working moms that we, I know we have a lot to juggle, have them help you with that. When we go to the car wash, the kids help me dry the car. It's the opposite. They're awful at it. But it's them. They're out there. They're with me. So just make it, get all that together. Those little moments, those add up to big moments. Just like that 1% thing. Those little things add up of time together. Help them. Let them help you pack their lunch in the morning. You know, that takes 10 minutes. Let them help you do that. Let them help them fill their water bottles or if you're going to the playground. So little things like that to get that time in with them. So I have a question. When it comes to manifesting someone like you, are you someone who does it at the new year, once a month? Is there a rhyme or reason to it? Is there a schedule to it? I'm every single day. Every single day. Every single day I wake up. I say, thank you, Lord, for another day on earth because 150,000 people died yesterday. So, Lord, thank you so much um, for letting me wake up to another day. I always ask him, Lord, be my eyes and ears. Let me see what you want me to see, hear what you want me to hear, and read what you want me to read. There are so many God winks in my life. 
because I look for them. I ask for them and then I look for them. So have him, when he's guiding your way, it just go back. If the Old Testament's my favorite. Just even Moses, like them walking through the wilderness. He, have him guide you and, and ask, like, show me things, Lord. Show me your goodness. He, in Matthew, it says, ask and the door shall be opened. You seek and you shall find. I don't mean to go all preachy on y'all, but this is a huge part of my manifesting is asking. He says, ask and the door will be opened. You seek and you shall find. He did not say, ask me which country to go to as a missionary or what should I tithe today to the church? He did not say that. Or you have to figure out this secret code no. to be able so to get So if you want to go to the Bahamas, Lord, I want to take my kids to the Bahamas this year. You invented this universe. It's the prettiest place on the planet. I want to see the white sand. I want to see the blue waters. And I want to appreciate it with my kids. Time is fleeting. We'll be in heaven before we know it. Let's go to the Bahamas. Like, ask God for that. The worst that's going to happen, he says no. You know, it, it, ask him for all that. Anything you can think of. Health over your children. Lord, be... Be with their kids. Put your hand on them. You're the ultimate healer. You know, we've got with Penelope right now, um, she was diagnosed with epilepsy recently. And it is God's hand that that child, I have an epileptic child that doesn't have seizures. It's so bizarre. Now, yes, she's on medicine, but I do believe it's the power of prayer. And it's just the manifestation. Randa, I remember telling you she had epilepsy. And you're like, oh, Bridget, you know what? It's just in my gut that she's never going to have another seizure. Uh-huh. <laughs> and we just got on with the conversation. Yeah, you just like kind of, it sounds maybe cuckoo for some people, but you will it into the universe. A hundred percent. And having a girlfriend that that's what, it wasn't like, oh my God, what was me? She's going to die in her sleep. It was like, oh, okay. Well, I feel like this is about to be over. And it was a quick chapter in your life. What do you want to do for lunch? <laughs> awesome. Like, that's what you need. And I love that you're talking about asking for it because I, I, there may be some listeners who maybe you're newer in your manifestation journey. Maybe you're newer in finding your own confidence. Maybe you're newer in finding your own voice or maybe you're even newer in your, you know, walk with Christ. And so you might not, might not know all these different testaments or books or where to look for things, but you can just simply ask and say, God, I don't know what I don't know. So can you help show me the way of where I'm wanting to go? Absolutely. And he's obsessed with you. He wants the best for you. So he will, he'll honor that. He will honor that. Um, Okay. So Bridget, while we're on the topic of, you know, asking God for blessings, what's your stance when it comes to gratitude? That is such a good question because that aligns so much of your attitude and your headspace for the day. So when I go through, when I ask for my things, all the things I do thank him for what I do have. I have healthy kids. I have a spouse that loves me. I have a healthy family. I have a job. We have a roof over our head. It's little things that sound mundane and we all have them. We all, you know, we're, none of us are homeless, but putting that out there and thanking him, it does a lot for you and your soul. And the same thing with spouses, wives and husbands out there listening. If you are in a funk with your spouse right now, list and think about why you fell in love with them. What there was something that didn't like con you into it. So are they funny? Are they kind? Is it how they treat people? Is it how they treat their mom? Is it how they are with kids? Like go through, are they a hard worker? Think of those things when you're, when there's days where I'm like, Coulter, bless it. 13 years in, you're driving me up the wall. I have to stop and think he is so kind. He treats his mom and his sister so well. He is the world's best dad. Like I fell in love with him because he's so funny and he's so true blue. Like he the most honest person you'll ever come across. Like I have to remind myself of those things and it resets my attitudes towards him. He didn't even know that I was in a funk, but that's for me. I have to do that for me. And I think it keeps your, your heart soft. hundred percent. 
a hundred percent. And then, um, another thing, my best friend, Alex, um, she was so wonderful. We were talking once and I've had, it was, it's been a tough couple years with like friendship things. You've walked through me with a lot of it and, uh-huh. um, it's been tough, but something that I do, she, she's so sweet. She was like, Bridget, you with Penelope every morning, you know, Penelope, you are unique. You are kind. You are wonderful. You were created by the King. And we do that with Penelope and Baker. She's like, Bridget, do that for you. Like, I know you're an adult, but I am lovely. I am kind. Like I am a good friend and, and go through those. So I encourage you to do that too. And that kind of goes into, well, it's separate. It's separate, but different. I do want y'all to remember this saying, you get what you tolerate. So whether it's friendships or your spouse doesn't want to work out with you or it's how someone's treating you, you get what you tolerate. You don't have to be a bully. You don't have to buck up. You don't have to sulk and mope, but you can be strong. You can pray about it, ask for wisdom on how to deal with it, but ultimately you are going to get what you tolerate. So you have to seek guidance and how to change some of those bigger things in your life. I feel like you even accept what you tolerate. Like you not only get it, but you're like openly accepting it. That is such a good point. You're spot on. Mm-hmm. That's so true. So tell me, um, and the listeners, uh, a manifestation that has come to real life. Oh, this is a fun one. And this is a crazy one. My husband, Coulter, I actually met him two years before. And when I met him, he was engaged to get married. I didn't know any of that. Uh, he came in to where I was working. He was so funny. I didn't get a word in edgewise because he didn't shut up. And then he left. And his best friend slash my boss came in later and I was like, Hey, who was that guy? He was so funny. Tell me everything. And he's like, Oh yeah, that's culture. He's getting married next week. I was like, okay, (laughs) no big deal. So I called my parents that night. I was like, I met the guy I'm going to marry. And they're like, tell us everything. I was like, I already forgot his name and he's getting married next week. And they're like, (laughs) starting off really good. They're like, darling, don't be a homewrecker. I was like, no, it's good. I won't be. That was it. Like never again. So two years later, I'm still working at that job. My boss and I were, the Kardashians were on. It was a slow day. It was a baseball facility I was working at in college. And Trey said, oh, Coulter's marriage or something about a timeline. I was like, wait, Coulter's divorced? That friend of yours? And he said, yes. I was like, okay, I'm going to marry him. So I messaged him on, I added him to be my friend on Facebook. Two minutes later, he asked for my number. And 10 weeks later, we got married. Oh, I love it. It is bizarre. Go after what you want. <laughs> it is. And, it, and it's another quick one that's really dear to my heart. Um, I have these babies now. I'm obsessed with them. I want to eat their faces off. And it's been really hard thinking about the coming school years with elementary school and beyond. Just them being gone five days a week from 7.30 to 3. Like, they're just little tiny humans. I want to raise them. I want to be near them. And so we went to our church February of 2021. And this is why it's a big deal to get a community and be a part of your church and involved because they really are family. We went to uh, Pastor Jerry and just said it was on our hearts that school for little people that's already at the church extent to fourth grade. And he said, okay, you think it can happen? I said, I do. He said, do you think you could get 10 kids in the first grade the first year? I said, I know I can. He said, okay. So was it just pre-K and kindergarten at that point? It goes from toddler to kinder. Okay. And so now we're going to go first to fourth. We're going to add a year each year after this first grade year. And it was incredible how God put that on my heart. I went to him and it's just, I mean, it's him, it's them. It's yes. not me. I just did. Like I just went with the God wing. But also having the courage to act and speak on it. Cause I'm sure there are so many listeners that have things that are placed on their heart True. That maybe are fearful right. or scared of the rejection right. or what if. And y'all, if you do have a fear of rejection or the what if, the worst that can possibly happen on earth is they say no. Yeah. 
That's it. You're already in the place you were. Right. And then you get to go to bed at night knowing I tried. I get to go look at my kids when they're six, seven, eight in an elementary school to public school and say, I already tried. It didn't work. And maybe your pastor would have said no right now, but Mm -hmm. then maybe in a year or two, something would have been placed on his heart. And then Mm -hmm. it's already opened the conversation. Like Bridget's talked to me. Let me go talk to her. It just opens the segue, but it already happened. It happened, girl. I'm so excited. Something Joel Olstein, I know is it's kind of like that unpopular opinion. You know, some people love him and some don't. I love him. Um, and the reason I do, he does address all, all this negative stuff you hear about him. He addresses and something, um, someone had said there, but they said, you know, you're a prosperity preacher. All you preach about is basically this manifestation, like asking and wealth and health and all this stuff. And he said, a hundred percent. I am. He said, this world is sad. It's going to heck in a handbasket. So if I can get on stage and be a positive light, and put that into the universe, and that's what I'm going to do. Well, sign me up. Like, how can you say something negative about 100%. that? 100%. And I think also, like, I know a big thing for me when I started saying the prayer of Jabez, which I've talked about on the podcast before, started saying it in 2012. I think before then, I almost felt guilty asking for the high times or the blessings or the abundance or almost like receiving them. You like, you felt guilty. Or maybe it was just me. I used to feel guilty of that. But now I know, and then I have friends that even reiterate that, like Bridget, that like God has these blessings that he wants to give us. And he wants to hear you ask for them. Like Mm -hmm. it's not a bad thing to want more, to want blessings of health, of wealth, of travel, of freedom. Like Absolutely. That we're we're human, we want those things. And y'all, one of the things I when God and I have our little visits, I'm, I swear half the time He's sick of me. But I tell Him, you know, too much is given, much is expected. I tell God, I'm like, look at what we do with what you've given us. Give me more, and I'll do more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you can trust me, Jesus. Like you, like be real with Him. Talk to Him like He's your buddy because He is. He is obsessed with you. He loves you. He wants to embrace you. He wants the best for your life. But you have to ask and you have to seek him. Just like with your lifestyle, with health. If you want to be healthy, you've got to eat the right things. You've got to show up at the gym. Just like with your marriage. You want a good marriage, you've got to show up. You've got to date him. You've got to be kind to him. This You've got to say I'm sorry when you don't want to. A hundred percent. You will get out what you put in. Nothing will just happen. I promise you nothing will just happen. So put in the work. And you know what's crazy is so we're in the middle of app development right now with PowerFit and it kind of correlates to, to this whole manifestation thing because some of you may be beginners at this or that think it's a little crazy. I want to put this into like truly a business um, tactic that we're working on right now. The developers are like in a few of these meetings, come to us with every single thing that you could envision or want in this app. And we don't want to think about budget. We don't want to think about um, whether or not it's doable. We don't want to think, well, does any other app do that? Like, we don't want to set any limitations. We just want to come with all these huge, big ideas, even bigger than ourselves, bigger than our company. And we want to throw them all at this board. And yeah, some of them will stick, some of them won't, but a few more are going to stick because we're thinking of these big, huge things with no boundaries than if we had not thought that big. So when it comes to manifesting, you know, I truly don't want you to think you have to think small based because reality is perception. If it's like you're living paycheck to paycheck and you haven't taken a vacation in five years and you want to ask for three vacations over the next year or two, Mm -hmm. like do it. Mm -hmm. 
ask for that, will it into life, let's try to figure out how to make it happen. You don't have to think small or just what is doable on your budget, on your current lifestyle, because there could be new doors and new pathways opened. Absolutely. And I just felt like with what we're going through with the PowerFit app, you know, first thing to me is when they're like, well, bring everything you want this app to do and throw it at me. And I'm like, but I can't afford that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, toss that out the window right. and we'll see what sticks. Mm-hmm. And the worst that happens, y'all, is no. The worst that can happen on planet Earth is the Bahamas doesn't happen. The maybe world, next year. Maybe next year. The world's <laughs> going to keep spinning. But if you do not ask, you will not get. So I do encourage that. Um, Raina, one of the other things your um, one of your sweet friends asked about was how to include a partner in goal sharing. Sometimes you don't. <laughs> you know? Okay, first things first, y'all. It's your goal. So if they don't want to get on board, you don't pack a crappy and walk away and don't meet your goal. You just do it without them. Okay. The go- It's your goal and you don't get to be resentful or bitter towards them because it's your goal. So don't put it on. Well, my husband won't eat healthy. So that's why I won't eat healthy. Okay. So you just cut off your nose to spite your face. That makes zero sense and hurt no one but yourself. Right. So when we, it was back in 20, we got married in 09. It was about 2011. I had gained a ton of weight and I said to Coulter, I am going to start running every day. You can get on my bandwagon or not, whatever. And he was on, he was like, great, let's do it. You know, we're, so we started running together. I, I lost close to 43 pounds in, in over two years and he lost about 35 pounds. We've kept it off, but we did that together. If he had not run with me, I still would have done it because it was for me. I love that. It was for me. It was my goal. And if he was not going to run with me, I was not going to sulk. It's not his goal for me to lose weight. That's my goal. So sometimes when it comes to goal sharing, you gotta, you gotta be in your own boss there where it is difficult to money because you do need to be on the same page with money for big goals. Right. So I encourage you it, whether you've got to meet with your pastor and have, or a mentor or a therapist. I know Randa and I are big on therapy, on therapy, very big advocates. Um, call, I go every month. Culture will come with me every like three or four times and we call it checks and balances. It's having another adult in the room. And a lot of the times, like I'll say something back and she's like, did you not even hear what just came out of his mouth? I'm like, no, I was not even listening. <laughs> you know? And so it's literally having just someone there that mentors and, and listened and mediates. And it's just like, okay, well you, your answer was completely out of line. Cause you did not even hear him. You were listening. You did not hear him. So if it, if it's getting in front of another adult, a mediator, and in setting goals and boundaries, money, you do need to be on the same page because um, that, that can be a lot of fight. Same with kids, how you discipline kids, you need to be on the same page for sure. But for goals in health and wellness, girl, you take care of you. I agree. I agree that like goal planning, there needs to be individual and then there needs to be couple and they need mm-hmm. to be separated and they each need to exist themselves. But you know, one thing when you're talking about, you're presenting to culture saying, Hey, I'm going to start running every day, jump on board or don't. Mm -hmm. To me, that sounds more like something I'm going to do rather than someone coming to me very timidly. Mm -hmm. That almost is putting the the blame or the guilt or the pressure on me. Like if you start running every day, then I'll join. And it's almost like, wait, but yep. this is your goal and yep. what you're wanting to do, but you're putting it on me. I really think like the confidence and the delivery and the ownership of it being your individual journey mm-hmm. probably is probably what helps sell it to your husband. A hundred percent. Yep. You're with me or you're not. I don't care. Not my problem. And y'all, <laughs> you know, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. And y'all be the light. At the end of the day, don't feel guilty. You're going to look good. You're happy. You're doing stuff. 
Be the example. Set the tone. My kids, same with Croy, they are, our kids are seeing us. It is a part of our daily schedule is taking care of our bodies, our health. Y'all have anything over this last couple of years, it's taught us that health matters. Don't worry about how you look in the bikini in Cancun. Our health matters right now. The vegetables, the vitamins, filling your body with goodness matters. It can literally be the difference of life and death. So take that on for you. Be selfish for you. So if you're someone that's never manifested, one thing that I like to do, and I do this like the beginning of the new year is, and I'm sure you've heard of it before, but you can Google it, a vision board. And what you do, you can print off things from Pinterest, from Instagram, from social media. You can get out um, magazines, but anything that you see your that you want your world to become in that next year or just in the future in general, you tear it off, you glue it, you stick it, you put it on your vision board, and then you have this whole vision of the things that you want to come to fruition in your life. For instance, me and my friend were doing one with a, with a much older woman. I think she was 81 years old. And we saw this thing in, right. <laughs> we saw this thing in the magazine that. that said the million dollar margarita. And she said, you better glue that and stick that thing on your vision board because you don't have too many years left. You need to drink the million dollar margarita. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. Y'all eat off the fine china, drink the good wine, like have have those goals, y'all. Live right. I, I totally agree with that. Um, the other thing I want to touch base on, um, well, something that this goes with kind of going to your partner about be on my, get on my ship or not. Um, your follow, listen to your brain, not your heart. As a woman, something that drives me nuts is when women say, I'm following my heart. I don't like that. Biblically, that's not wise. If you are sound and right with the Lord and he guides you that God gut. You know, they say mom gut. I call it God gut. Gut is real. I do believe that. But where heart will get you, I've seen y'all, you know, gosh, we're 35 now. You see, you're starting to see affairs and couples and well, I followed my heart. Well, you're an idiot. Like, why didn't you follow your brain? Right. (laughs) And not go to dinner with that guy. Where did you think that was going to end? Yes. Don't your heart I see where your heart may not always tell you what's right or wrong. 100%. I want y'all to be wise women. Use your brain. Seek wise counsel. Think it through. And here's another thing. I think of think of the long term rather than the short term. Absolutely. And this is the best way that I heard Bridget say this at brunch or lunch a couple months ago. She's like, I love being pregnant and having babies. I don't want another child to you, take care of. Human. I don't want yes. another human to right. take care of. I want a baby, not a human. Yes. Yes. So I, I just want that little baby fix, but mm-hmm. I don't want a human. So because of that, I don't need to have another child. Right. And that's thinking long term. Right. And that's, I'm not saying just about, you know, bearing children, but whatever absolutely. it is, think, think it long term rather absolutely. than just short term right now. And you nailed it. And then the last thing I do want to say this, cause this is important to me for like mental health. Y'all, I heard this thing. Um, this is way off the beaten track, but someone out there needs to hear it. When you are going through everything you're going through, the I was listening to this podcast and it was so beautiful and I think about it all the time. We want to hold our breath sometimes and not let the emotions out. And that's equivalent to standing in the middle of a stream and you're holding your arms out and you're trying to hold the water back. You're the rock in the middle and you're trying to hold the water back. Put your arms down. Let all that water flow over you. Let all the emotions come out. Scream and cry and yell physically For your health, that is the same as getting on a treadmill and eating a salad. Your mental health 
is such a big part of this life game. You have to feel the feelings. You have to let the emotions out. There was a study that showed most um, college kids get sick around, um, what is it, uh, finals. Uh-huh. And it's because they hold it in, they hold it in, they hold it in. They take their final, and it's the next two to three days after, their bodies physically get ill. Like shut down. Because of how much they held in. Yep. Y'all let it out. Feel the feelings. Let it cry. It hurts. It's hard. Find help. Church ha- Churches have free counselors. There's so many counselors offered online right now. I mean, there's just so many ways. So I do, I, we talk, Rana talks a lot about health and mental health, but I do want to hone in that mental health too. It matters. And it matters for your spouse and your kids and your family. And humanity is broken. So not one person is like, I don't ever have to go to therapy. I'm better than that. I have everything with life figured out mm-hmm. to a T. I'm never going to have a problem. Like that is not reality for any of us. Mm-mm. Nope. So it's just how you handle it. And I hope that y'all see the light, see the good manifest, ask y'all. There is nothing wrong with asking, ask for whatever you want. Be as shallow as you think you are. It doesn't matter. God wants to hear it. You're his child. He loves you. He already knows it. He's just waiting for you to talk to him. About you nailed it. it. Put it on the vision board. <laughs> he knows your heart. Yep. Put it in writing, put it out there. And the same thing, just like with your uh, your vision board, Randa, it's so good to get that out and do the pictures and visualize it and see it. Um, it's the same thing with if you're going through something hard with your spouse or family, physically write it down, get out a notebook, write it on a pen and paper. Don't just put it in your phone. It's something about it coming out of your arm through your hand on the paper. You don't need to send in the letter. I mean, we're not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not doing that. But get it out of your body and write it down and then throw it away and it's done. It's uh-huh. out of you and move on. Uh-huh. One day at a time, one minute at a time, do the next right thing. Y'all, the 1% thing's going to get you far. Just today, make a 1% change to your life. That adds up. And 1% isn't that much. It doesn't make me feel overwhelmed or anxious or like I need to save the world. Not at all. Yep. Well, thanks so much for being on the podcast with us, Bridget. I was so excited to bring Bridget on too because I love her voice. I love her accent. (laughs) So I cannot wait to listen back to this one. So if y'all like this one, please share, screenshot it to your Instagram story, spread the word. We love hearing your feedback and y'all keep the requests and questions and everything coming in because this is just a tool to help everyone out there that's listening. So we hope everyone has a great day and gets a lot of benefit from this. So thank you, Bridget. Bye y'all. Bye.